the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name's Mark Salem. Today is July 24th, and we're talking about car, car repair problems, car repair symptoms, estimates for repairs. Yeah, here they are. I want to tell you something. The Bible here says, what does that say right there? Yeah, uh, that's Renee, Renee Salem's fault. Oh, so so you mean mother wrote the wrong date on the ticket? Yes. Okay. All right. I'm well, like, I'm pretty sure yesterday was the 22nd. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just as long as you verified that I'm not the idiot today, okay? We know that your mother was the idiot who wrote down the wrong date. Oh, God. Anyway, this portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by... Kurtz Automotive. I want to read you an email. By the way, uh, this guy writes. He says, by the way, I used Kurtz Auto Repair last week for the first time. I love those guys. Now, Kurtz is at Bell and I-17, by the way. He goes on to write, happened to meet the mechanic that worked on my car. Mark, you wouldn't believe it. His name, his first and his last name are the same as mine. If that isn't a God sign that you need yeah. to do business with a mechanic mm-hmm. who has who shares your first and last name, he says, and just like you said, Mark, I asked Kurt for the family discount, and we all had a big laugh, but there was no family <laughs> discount. <laughs> it's just easier that way. It's just easier that Well, God, look at our family. We'd, we'd, I know. We'd be discount. I mean, the Orlinskis. <laughs> the other day I found out Mr. and Mrs. Orlinskis, who does business with us, mm-hmm. The 11th work order our software wrote in 1991 was to the Orlinskis. Mm-hmm. And in the first 15 work orders, we still have six of those people that do business with oh, us yeah. that have been doing business with us since 1991. Yeah. Now, if they aren't family, I don't know who is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, Kurtz Auto, northeast corner of Bell and I-17, been around a long time. And the reason why I, I say with a smile, you know, make sure you ask for the family discount is because sometimes they'll say, well, how did you get that idea? And then you say, Mark Salem. And then you're going to see the owner roll his eyes and shake his head and said, Mark um, had his brain sucked out of his right ear many years ago, and he's an idiot or something like that. They'll have some kind of phony, <laughs> funny comment. But it's just a way to introduce yourself and tell them how you got there. Yeah. I don't get any money from that. There's no bird dog fee. I don't get paid for a percentage of your ticket. I wouldn't accept it if they offered it to me. So, But Kurtz Automotive is a great guy. So if you live in that area, you ought to try him. Um, and, and one of the things that his wife does is within a, that after your first visit, within a couple of weeks after your first visit, his wife will bring some homemade baked goods to your house thanking you for visiting wow. uh, Kurtz. That's something we used to do in the 60s yeah, and the 70s. Awesome. But she still continues to this day. Every new customer sooner or later is going to get homemade baked goods. And these are ones that she went to Price Club and bought. Mm-hmm. She makes these. 
So she's that's a pretty special family. And Eric, the, the lead technician, was on the show not too long ago. And I, I said to him during the breaks, what's it like sitting in the hot seat, big boy? And he just shook his head. He goes, it's a little bit different than when you're home. be that your mass airflow sensor is not reporting the right amount of air to your engine depending on um, uh, where it's located and he sent me an email and he goes it depends on if the leak is in front of the mass airflow sensor or behind the max airflow center because if it's in front then the computer is still going to see that additional air but if it's behind the computer won't and I thought it was pretty amazing that this young man picked up on that. Mm -hmm. I didn't have enough time to explain it, and it's pretty technical anyway, and I don't go to that kind of detail. But the idea was is he picked that up, yeah. and I was pretty impressed. So anyway, he's at Kurt's. Kurt's, Rick, and Eric are really what makes Kurt really good. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and Eric's not leaving anytime soon. I think he's married to Kurt's daughter, yeah. <laughs> and so that's probably not going to happen. Okay, I get another email. Oh, by the way, the lines are open, 602-508-0960. All of them are open. Uh, Gil Estrada is sitting there right now. You, I can hear him. Can you hear him snoring? Yeah. Listen, listen. Somebody wake him up, please. <laughs> so, 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 602-508-0960. Gil's waiting for you to call. Okay. Last week, we had a guy who, who had a Honda, and I said, it, he hits the key and nothing happens. So I said, you know, this is one of those, well, can you go out to your car right now? Can we play with your car right now? And he goes, yeah. So he goes out, and I have him turn on the headlights. The headlights are white and bright. He gets in, he hits the key, and nothing happens. No click, no rrr, 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 no nothing. Okay. So we talk about it, and I say to him that the power goes from the key, and it's, an, it's a manual transmission, by the way. I think it's a manual or an automatic, but it had a brake. And I said to him, are you pushing the brake when you hit the key? Because the, the, oh, and he had a clutch, so it, it was, in fact, a, a yeah. stick shift. So the, the power goes from the ignition key through the clutch switch to the starter solenoid that activates the starter. Mm -hmm. So it's not going to let you crank the motor over unless you push the clutch pedal to the floor. Yeah. So we were talking about that. So I'm going to read you his email. He says, Mark, uh, I called you last week on my Integra 5-speed when turning the ignition. Um, it had all the dash lights. The headlights were bright and white, but total silence when turning the key. You walked me through some possibilities on the air, and you hit the most obvious places that might have been the problem, but, but to no avail. Thank you for trying. Living on the fumes of Social Security, I knew I had to figure something out, so I Googled it, and I found, and his research paid off, that underneath the pedal there's a thumb-sized rubber grommet that's attached to each of the pedals respectively this thumb-sized grommet actually hits the switch so he's missing this thumb-sized granite or a grommet so when the grommet deteriorates it leaves a hole where the pad should be allowing the switch to remain energized on the brake lights or the clutch switch it disables the clutch switch the cost of the pad was $2.54. I hope this will help somebody out. Well, it did. It helped me out because yeah. I've never heard of that before. But he found it on the Internet, and he fixed his car. And I had said to him, I want you to fan your clutch pedal while you're holding your key to the start position. I'm pretty sure I told him that. And it didn't, it didn't go. So that pad must have had something to do with activating the switch. Yeah. 
So at the end of the day, the solenoid was bad. Now let's talk about the cost associated with this. The car comes into our shop. Our shop, the technician has to determine that the battery's good. That won't take him but a few minutes. Mm -hmm. He turns on the headlights. They're white and bright. All the dash lights are on, but when he hits the key, nothing happens. I can assure you that our guys, along with every other good technician in Phoenix, is going to take a 12-volt test light, and he's going to go to the, to the switch on the clutch pedal. And he's going to, the key's not going to be on, and he'll hit both sides of the switch with that ice pick with the light in the handle, mm -hmm. and it won't light. So then when he hits the, the key and he holds it on, he'll probably have the technician next to him. He'll hit the key and hold it to the start position. Then he'll go in, and he should find power in and power out of that switch. In this case of Rick's Integra, he would have only found power in but not out. Mm -hmm. So he would have known right then. Then we're going to take a little jumper wire and we're going to loop those two wires together. And then we're going to hit the key and the car is going to start up. So we're going to know that we have a bad clutch switch. The diagnostic process on that, it's true that this pad only cost him 250 but you know, you hear me say a lot that the diagnostic process is somewhere between $75 and $150. Mm -hmm. That would have been a $35 yeah, diagnostic I, yeah. charge. $35, $45, he would have checked the battery in the electrical system. Mm -hmm. Then he would have tested. He, everybody knows the power goes from where it goes to where it goes. He might have started at the starter and worked backwards, but I want you to think about this. The key switch and the starter are on opposite poles, and this switch is in the middle. So it doesn't really make any difference if you start from the starter and work backwards to the switch, or from whether you start the ignition switch to go to the clutch switch. It's the six of one, half a dozen of the other. So this would have been a $35, $45 diagnostic, and then the switch, the pad or the switch. I wouldn't, I'm cheap. I wouldn't even have spent the $2.54. I'd have cut a piece of heater hose and glued it on there <laughs> and just oh, been done. Come with. On. <laughs> I would have. I would have. It, 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 this isn't something that's going to happen to everybody in their life. Yeah. Because I've never heard about it before, and I checked with some of the guys in the shop, and they never heard of it either. Yeah. But it's, this is one of the very few times I've actually heard someone fix a car on Google. Yeah. It's just, it's, it, and, and internet it's, based. Yeah. 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 So, the, and 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 I can take. I can tell you this much: most of the guesses on Google are not two dollars and fifty-four cents. Yeah, exactly. So that makes a big difference. I want to tell you real quick about quality transmission. Quality transmission in Tempe is on our best our list of best car repair shops in Phoenix, and has been for a very very long time. Transmission shops notoriously have a bad reputation, and it's the fact is is that twenty percent of the of the bad guys make eighty percent of the bad guys look bad. That's just the way it is. It's that way in the mechanical industry, too. 10, 20% of the bad guys make the rest of us look bad. The fact of the matter is, is quality's been around a long time. Bob and Steve know what they're doing. They're going to treat you like family. They're going to diagnose your car specifically. They're going to give you a to-the-penny estimate. They're going to fix the symptoms you went. And when you leave, you're going to have a paid receipt with a warranty, and the symptoms were left at quality transmission. So when you leave, your car will be fine. So if you want one of the best transmission shops in the Valley, as far as I'm concerned, certainly one of the three top transmission shops, then you should go to Quality Transmission in Tempe. Let's go to the phones. And who was that? John. John, good morning to you. How can we help you? Good morning. Hey, I have a 2004 Chevy Silverado, a three-quarter ton diesel pickup, and we don't use it a lot. We're out of town, and it just sits. <clears throat> and I noticed this morning when I went to get in it, I uh, went to start it up. Of course, it's got a glow plug, so I wait for that. And it has good cranking power. It turned over, but it just wouldn't start. So I called a friend, and he told me to go out and use the hand pump on the diesel in the engine compartment. 
and yes. that did work. But I'm wondering what you know. I don't want to do that every time. What what's going on? We just need to re- rebuild and replace all the O-rings in your oil filter housing or your fuel filter housing. And you had an air leak, and so it was sucking air instead of sucking fuel. And and your friend did you a great favor, by the way. Um, I, you should be you should you should uh, maybe buy him lunch someday because he did <laughs> okay. you a huge favor. Um, and and he and and he he clearly knows what he's talking about because that's exact. When you said crank but no start, it had been sitting for a while. I was already at the fuel filter pump. And then when okay. you said, I called a friend and he told me to do that, that's wonderful. I think that's a pretty common issue on those, isn't it? Oh, it, it is on all of them. Yeah. The Dodge, the Chevy, and the Ford all have yeah. those issues. They have, the, I think, those rebuild kits for them, don't they? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because okay. they're so common. And, and the most important thing is who, who replaces your fuel filter, you or a shop? Uh, no, a shop does it. I've been going okay. to a guy for a long time, but... All right. I would probably stop by and just have him double check the lid to make sure it's as tight as possible. If he can put a quarter turn on it, then uh-huh. I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't rebuild it or buy the kit and have it rebuilt. I okay. would just have him check to make sure that he got everything tight. And if it comes back, the default is you're going to have to pump it, but you're not. You're only going to have to pump it to get it to the shop to where he rebuilds it. But the O-rings right. go bad, and your truck is 12 years old. And what did you say? The the what if what receives a quarter turn? I, it, it, there's a lid on the uh, fuel filter housing, okay, and we have right. to take the lid off to replace the fuel filter. Gotcha. And so if we don't get that on really tight, then we, we can create an air leak. So just ask him to double check. If he ends up first. having to rebuild it, how much would, should that cost? Oh, you're. I don't. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Off I don't. We do them enough, but I'm not. I can't. I, I'm thinking it's going to cost. I'm thinking it's going to cost. I'm going to shoot for the hip here. I yeah. could tell him stay on the phone while text Alan. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Let's do just exactly that. Phone a friend. My, we're gonna phone a friend. My son does that all the time. He has the performance in the diesel division of our company, and he'll know exactly what. The, you know, he's at the lake. I know. I'm gonna see if I can okay. get him. Right, we're, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna say somewhere between 150 and 200 dollars. And here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking the kit's about 50 bucks, and I'm thinking the labor's gonna be just about an hour. So if it's an hour, most every shop is between 100 and 120 dollars an hour, and and uh, I'm thinking the filters, gonna, the kit's going to be 50 to 75 dollars by the time you add shop supplies and environmental charges. That's the 200 on the top end. So 125 to 200 dollars, I'm thinking that's what it's going to be. But I could be wrong. So that, but it, right after this break, if Alan will answer his phone. Um, I'll have an exact answer for you because that kid smells like diesel 24 hours a day. So <laughs> even his wife called and asked if I could transfer him to the natural gas <laughs> division of our, of our facility because he smells like diesel so much. Anyway, I'll, I'll answer your question right after this break. We're going to be up at a break right now, 602-508-0960. If you'd like to join us, you certainly can, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. Gil is no longer snoring, and we're here at your service. So if you have a symptom and you want some kind of guess, I'm pretty good at that. If you have some basic maintenance that you want to uh, have done on your car, then we can discuss the need for that. And real quick. You're kidding. <laughs> He is on it. Okay, what did he say? <laughs> he said about $300. Boy, did I miss that. <laughs> Dad was way off. Yeah, no kidding. Well, that's I admit it, though. I admit it. He said about $300. He said about $300. I want to tell you something, too, John. We overbid everything because it's a sin to be a penny over your estimate. So what we do is we take all of our hard parts and we add 10% 
uh, for sales tax, and then we add 5% for shop supplies, environmental charges, and, and, and usually we're over. So at our facility, it's a sin to be a penny over the number you gave the customer. And in fact, we are oftentimes 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, $50 under our yeah. estimate. So if he's saying not to exceed $300, then he's, there's a little bit of room in there. So that yeah. could, that could still be 260 to $300. Yeah. Alrighty. Good luck. Thank you very much. We'll be back right after this. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria. And at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. In selecting Indiana Governor Mike Pence as his running mate, Donald Trump has made what could be well described as a governing choice. Governor Pence is a friend of all and an enemy of none in the conservative movement and within the broader GOP. He's smart, experienced, and crucial in this cycle, affable and amiable. The two descriptors least used in 2016 and most needed in the country right now. You have to work hard not to like Mike Pence. He served a dozen years in Congress where he led the conservatives as chair of the Republican Study Group, a position that does not go to the ideologically ambiguous or to off-putting self-promoters. It's a position that goes to workhorses who understand both principles and collegiality. That's Mike Pence. And this makes him a perfect fit for a party in desperate need of bandages and balms, as well as fit for a decidedly unconventional nominee. If Donald Trump rides the wild currents of this turbulent year in our deeply divided country to the White House, he'll need a partner like Mike Pence in the West Wing. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Learn more at townhallreview.com. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and we're here talking about car, car repair problems, car repair questions, and uh, we're actually going to ask Alan, my son, to call in because he's bidding that fuel filter at about 300. Andy, my daughter, who's sitting next to me, says she thought I was a little cheap on the cheap side from 150 to 200, and he's saying 300. So we're going to ask him what the 300 counts. How does that spread? Okay. Uh, and, and so you think I'm a little cheap on a $50 kit. But you're right about that because the fuel filter, if we're going to do the housing, we usually put a new fuel filter in there. Yeah. And that fuel filter is 40 50 60 bucks. Yeah. So you, you're probably right. But if we would have taken that 40 50 60 dollars and added it to my 200 I'd have been closer. <laughs> Whatever. However, However you want to look at yeah. it to me. Okay, okay. All right, let's go to the phones. Mike, good morning to you. How can we help you? Yeah, good morning, Mark and Andy. I have a 03 Expedition, one of them four-letter word cards. Cars. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, the climate control seats have quit working on me, uh, and it's not a fuse. Okay. Uh, so you have heat and air conditioning? Yes, both. Prior to this happening... Okay. Uh, the alternator went up, and I put a new okay. alternator and a new belt on it, and now the climate control seats don't want to work. Okay. 
anytime we have a voltage situation, it's not uncommon for us to have to reflash different computers on the car to put them back within parameters. Um, when you did the alternator, did you disconnect the battery for a long time? I did. Okay. I think I'd try that again. I think I would try to disconnect. I would, I would take the negative cable and the positive cable off the battery, and I want you to touch the cable ends together. I do not want you to touch the battery terminals together because that's going to cause an explosion. Take both cables off and touch the cable ends together. I want to discharge all the capacitors in all the computers. Then I want you to set the cables down for about three, four, five, ten minutes and put the positive on first, the negative on last, and see if that recycles it. I don't think, because of your alternator and because you had a voltage issue, whether the voltage was too high or too low, it's still a voltage issue. I think you're probably going to have to have somebody with a scanner go in and reset some parameters with respect to the blend doors underneath the dash. The blend doors job is, is to set air high, middle, or low in the dash, and on the low side, we're usually pumping that air up, to, up, to your, up the back side of you underneath your seats. So, I, but I want to tell you this, if it's not related to a voltage issue and if it's not related to resetting the parameters, it's going to be an expensive repair. And at the end of the day, most people don't take the repair because those can get really expensive. We start pulling seats out and sending it to the upholstery shop, having them pull the seat cover off. Then they put the new mat, they put the new connection, they put the new grid, they fix the seat, then they re put the cover back on it or a new cover back on it, then they send it back to us and we reinstall the seat. So a lot of times people will pass on that. Um, ironically enough, just the other day somebody pushed the button on my truck to blow cold air up my tail end and okay. it scared the heck out of me. <laughs> I'm driving down the road and I'm going, what the heck is going on? Yeah, it's kind of a strange, it is. strange deal when you first get get in those vehicles. I think that there is, I think the car should automatically know if it's a man or a woman. <laughs> <laughs> because there's no man should be surprised by cold air up his Levi's. And that's just, that's just, that's just satanic. I mean, that's crazy. But anyway, um, that that's, that's what I would do. I also, you don't know if we actually have duct work that goes through the tunnel and blows up underneath your, your seat. I know on the air conditioning we do, but on the heat side, oftentimes we have a heater grid, so we're not really taking warm air from the dash area and, and, and blowing it up on the seat. Do you know if you have a grid or not? It is a grid. Okay, so the grid's gone as well as the cold air, and those are two different systems. The grid's going to be on in the, uh, a, a, an electrical system that's going to fire up a, a solenoid or fire up a relay that's going to send some big-time 12 volts to the grid on your seat to warm up your, your bottom end. The, the, the difference is, is on the air conditioning side, the only way we can get cold air up underneath your seat is to blow it through a tube or a ductwork, and that's going to be a blend door underneath the dash that's going to open and close and send that cold air that way. So we have two separate problems here. Did you try both seats, by the way? Yes. Um, actually, what transpired uh, when the diode and the alternator went up, I was unaware that it went, you know, the alternator went, and the battery when I turned the vehicle off, I was at a shopping center, the battery went completely dead. The battery was not recharging. So it could be a voltage-related problem, as you suggested. Yeah. Yeah, and, 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 and I 
do do what I tried. I think I have about a 35% chance of resetting everything if you'll pull both cables off and touch the cables together. Um, we're we're, do, we, we're doing a lot more of that than we've ever done before, and that 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 doesn't fix everything, but it's but it's, it's something that you don't want to chase your tail for two or three hours, and then decide to do that and have it fix it because then you can't bill for the two hours that you just chased your tail. So do that first, and then we'll go from there. Do you have a garage that you trust with this kind of work? Your buddy's right around the corner from me, Kurt. Oh, okay. I'm right here at 29th yeah. yeah. and Bell. Okay, and just tell Kurt the last time he did an oil change, this happened since then, and just try to keep a smile <laughs> off your and face. You, you just, oh, the oh. magic words are ever since. Yeah, so, er, oh. Ever since. That's all you hear at the counter. Ever since you changed my turn signal bulb, we, my air conditioning doesn't work. <laughs> You better say that with a smile on your face. <laughs> but you am. know what? But but really and truly, Mike, that would be a funny thing. If you just walked in and if you could keep a straight face and say, ever since, then that would be a great thing to do. Okay. Thanks. All right. Good luck to you, Mike. Thank you very much. We're going to take a quick – oh, we have Alan. Bring Alan on the line real quick. <laughs> this is uh, Alan, my son. Hey. Yeah. Okay, so it's $300. Tell us what the $300 breakdown is for an 04 Silverado diesel to rebuild the uh, uh, the fuel filter housing. Basically, you're going to remove the fuel filter housing assembly. You're going to uh, take it apart, replace. There's around 8 to 10 O-rings in the, in the unit itself, and okay. uh, put it all back together. Um, okay. That is not including a fuel filter. If if the fuel filter needs to be be changed now, is the time to do it. Put it back together, prime the system, and that should be it. We do a lot of those. Okay, and you say it's about three hundred dollars with or without the fuel filter. Without. Okay. That's okay. So it's going to be three three fifty, three sixty. Then on the on the top side, if you put a fuel filter in it as yes, well, right? Yes, that's correct. Correct. Okay. Okay. Thank you for clearing that up, and thank you for doing it in one minute flat. Andy said that it would take you at least three minutes to explain that, and I told her I'm sure that you could do it in a minute or less. So thank you for calling. Are you at the lake right now? No, no, no. We're getting ready to leave. Okay. All right. Well, just make sure Heather doesn't drink and drive on the lake like she always wants to, okay? All right. I'll do that. Okay. (laughs) Out of control. Have fun. Uh, Have fun at the lake. But anyway, so there you are. Three hundred dollars. There's lots of O-rings and a filter and stuff like that. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. When we get back, Jim, you're our first caller. I promise. This is Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. Over the years, we've noticed we get two types of customers. One customer drives into our shop at the first sign of a problem, and the other waits until the vehicle breaks down and has to be towed in. The drivers who bring us their transmissions right away often catch the problem in the early stages while it's still a minor problem. The other customers push their vehicle so the minor problem becomes major. So if you're ignoring the signs that your transmission needs service, won't you stop by Quality Transmission Service today while you have the best chance of getting good news about the repair. The problem won't go away on its own. Find out for yourself why customers love us. Check out our listing on Mark Salem's website, Best Car Repair Shops in Phoenix. At Quality Transmission Service in Tempe, we'd love to make you our customer, but only you can choose which type of customer you'll be. 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. You need a plan as you get closer to retirement. A plan that will take you from where you are now to the retirement you've always dreamed about. The first step on that path is to tune in to Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8. Your host is Phyllis Sachs-Pilvinas. She's the founder of PSP and Associates. You only retire once, but Phyllis helps people retire every day. Don't miss Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8 on 960 The Patriot. Where will you be when the dust settles? How do you feel, sir? Dust storms are a year-round threat in Arizona. If you get caught in a dust storm, pull completely off the roadway. Turn your lights off, set your parking brake, keep your seatbelt on, and wait it out. It won't be long. Where will you be when the dust settles? That's up to you. Do the smart thing. Do the safe thing. Pull aside. Stay alive. Visit az511.gov for road conditions before leaving your house. Sponsored by ADOT in partnership with the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station. It takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. The difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. Studies prove that reading to a child regularly dramatically improves reading skills. And kids who read well by third grade are four times as likely to graduate. So United Way is calling for one million volunteers over the next three years. We're asking you to step up, make a pledge, tutor a child who needs help, Mentor a kid who needs someone on their side. Volunteer to read to children. Make a difference. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Entire communities improve. The path to success or failure starts long before graduation day. And the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Be a reader. Tutor or mentor. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Take the pledge. Go to liveunited.org now. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Just like we promised, we're going to go to Jim first, and then we're going to get our other brought to you by Taken Care of. But, Jim, thank you for holding through the break. How can we help you? You know, I have a Ford F-150. It's a 2012 5.0, and I've taken it in several times, maybe six times. It's still on warranty. And I have a miss, and it's a pretty good miss on when I have the at idle and the AC's on. And they changed the throttle body one time, and most of the other times they said, well, we don't have a service bulletin for that or something along that line, and nothing's really gotten fixed. Do you know what could be causing that? You know, no. the answer to your question is no, I don't. But I take it from what you said that it's an intermittent problem and they're having a tough time duplicating it. Would that be a fair statement? Well, you know, they say they are, but gosh, every time I drive it and put the AC on, it does it. And when I've actually rode with them, 
and had it do it. You know what I'm saying? And see, this okay. way he would say, well, this that's the AC kicking in. But that's not true. It almost acts like it's a low idle. And, it, and it's just okay. once you put that load on there with the AC, it has a little bit of a, I mean, it really, it'll actually shake. All right. Okay. All right. I, I want you to do something. Let's let's see if we can help them. All righty. You know where the compressors it is on the front of the motor? Yes. Okay. The front of it is called the hub assembly. That's the clutch. Mm-hmm. So when the AC is off, the pulley is spinning around the clutch, but the clutch is not moving. Right. When you apply power, 12 volts to it. I want I want you, uh, uh, normally over the next couple of weeks, I want you to kind of pop the hood, get positioned, um, start the truck up walk around the front make sure the clutch isn't on because the air conditioning controls say no then I want you and and you know if you if you could get someone to help you where they actually sat in the car and put it in drive and held their foot on the brake it would even be better but the question is 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 that compressor cycling which creates a problem exactly like an engine miss and the compressor rapidly cycles on and off and it causes it causes the feeling of an engine missing. But I want you to look at the compressor to see that the clutch comes on and stays on in spite of the fact that it's missing. That okay. way you can eliminate any air conditioning issues at all. If it's low on Freon, if it has something wrong with the clutch, if it has some bad connection in that circuit, the clutch will rapidly cycle on and off. And, and the symptoms... Are, it's not. It, the symptoms are exactly like an engine miss, and it's not uncommon for someone to say to us that they have an engine miss. Come here, and I can show you. We walk outside, and to the trained ear, we hear the compressor go click, mm-hmm. click, click. We can hear that. They can't hear that. But as they do that, the, the RPM's going up and down and rolling and crazy, and it feels like the thing is is got a miss when in fact it's just low on Freon. So let's let's eliminate the air conditioning. Now the other thing you can do is. Take it to a quarter car wash, open up the hood, and and turn it on like RO water, which is 200 pounds of water pressure, not 1,200 pounds of water pressure. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Right. Mm-hmm. I want you just to mist the whole motor, mist the whole motor, just like you're painting it. Starting top right windshield, just going, just mist the whole motor. Shut the hood. You're only going to pay a buck and a quarter for that, and go drive it and see if that aggravates your miss. Because if that aggravates your miss, that suggests you have a secondary ignition problem, which is where you've got coils sitting on top of the spark plugs. So I'm adding a little water to the mix. Or if you're in a rainstorm and the moisture makes it really bad, they need to know that too. The good news is, is make sure that every time you take your car in for repair, that you get a piece of paper that says you what you told them it was doing and whatever they did. Because the warranty doesn't stop on these kinds of problems. So if the warranty was over day after tomorrow, and then two weeks from now something happened, because you have a ticket that shows the symptoms and they they didn't fix the symptoms, that ticket extends a warranty. I can promise you that's the case. Okay. So hang on to your tickets and don't ever leave there without some piece of paper that documented your visit. Yeah, I have a receipt for each one. Okay, you're just documenting every visit, and that protects you. All righty? All righty. I appreciate your help. Good luck, Jim. Thank you very much. Action Auto Repair is up on Deer Valley and I-17. He's on the northwest corner. It's run by a guy named Tom, and Tom and I have been friends since 1978, 79, and 80. Tom worked for a company that sold big engine analyzers. Remember the scope? Well, that's how Tom and I met. And I've been impressed with him ever since then. He then, he a long time ago, he opened up his shop. He has a BMW certified technician. 
Tom is a, an exquisite fisherman, which has nothing to do with car repair, but if you like to talk fishing and you want to sit in the lobby someday while your car's having your oil changed, then Tom would be a great guy. As we speak right now, he's probably in Kansas City. He's on his way to Minnesota, and he fishes, and he drives straight through and straight home to make it back to work. But if you're in the area of I-17 and, and, and uh, Deer Valley, and you don't have a good auto repair shop, may I suggest Action Auto. Been around since 1983 and have been serving the Deer Valley and North Phoenix area since 1983. That's Tom at Action Auto. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to take Bridget. Bridget, you stay right there because you'll be my first caller. Anybody else? We have four lines available, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Four lines open. Gil will answer, and we'll get you just as quickly as we can. I'm Mark Salem. Andy's sitting here next to me. We'll be back right after this. Hello. I'm Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. As a kid, I was a Boy Scout, which taught me to live my life by honest principles. Through hard work and dedication to those principles, I earned the rank of Eagle Scout. I started Quality Transmission in 1977 and set out to build the most honest and trusted transmission shop in the area. In 2003, Quality Transmission was given the first Business Ethics Award from the local Better Business Bureau and was presented to me by Steve Forbes of Forbes Magazine. No other transmission shop in the state has earned this award. Quality Transmission is also a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix, and we are one of only two transmission shops in the Valley that are AAA-approved auto repair facilities. I ran Quality Transmission using the principles I learned as a Boy Scout, which means that you can trust us to tell it like it is when you bring your car or truck to Quality Transmission in Tempe. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a free cursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Hi, this is Ron Sega, the owner of Guns Etc. In 28 years, I've seen a lot of things in the firearm industry. Folks, I would never use fear to try to sell you a gun. As you probably know, most of our commercials are very lighthearted. This time, however, I wanted to come on myself and let you know that based on everything I've seen in those 28 years, if the Democratic nominee becomes president, there's going to be a run on guns and ammo, which will do two things. Make firearms much harder to get and drive prices sky high. I wanted to let you know at Guns Etc. we have everything you could ever want right now. 
The Democratic nominee has made it very clear that one of her top agendas is going to be to go after the firearm industry. But while things are still somewhat stable, at Guns Etc., we have a very large inventory of guns, ammo, and accessories. We're located on Alma School just south of Guadalupe in Mesa, and you can always call us at 480-963-4311 or log on to gunsetc.com. For 28 years, I've been here for you, and I will continue to be. Patriot App Tip number three. Listening to Seth Liebson from 6 to 8 and want to chime in? Open your Patriot app, click the upper left-hand corner, and click on Call Studio. It's that easy. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Looking for a radio station that cares about real news and not afraid to go beyond the headlines? There's only one station for you, 960 The Patriot and 960thepatriot.com. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is Andy Salem Verdugo. She's my daughter, and she runs our operation. And I guess I have an apology to make. Is that true? Yes. Okay. Um, I, I I said that uh, today was uh, July twenty fourth, nineteen sixty or two thousand sixteen, and everybody looked at me yeah. kind of funny. And um, and then Andy said, "No, I think today is the thirteenth and twenty third. The twenty third. Whatever." <laughs> I got I got dyslexia right today. I'm, I, I'm, I'm having a tough time. Can you just get off my back? Yeah. And so anyway, I must have said something about I must have slipped and called your mother an idiot because she's kind of mad at me right now. <laughs> she came she, in the studio and mad marched out. Oh, she mad marched out. In our family, a mad march, you know they're mad because their feet are slapping the floor like flippers. <laughs> So, I'm sorry, sweetheart, if I said you were an idiot or alluded to you're an idiot, I know that that was a mistake. So, I'm sorry, wherever, whatever county you're in in Arizona <laughs> and you're listening to me, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't understand how a human being your age can make a mistake about the day. Oh, man. He just ruined the end of it. Is that right? Yeah, okay. let's just get to the call. Okay, 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 fine. Bridget, good morning, Bridget. How can we help you today? Hi, Mark. Um, I have a routine maintenance question. Sure. I have a 2008 PT Cruiser, and it just turned over to 87,000 miles. And my mechanic is recommending that I get the timing belt replaced. Okay. And he just, just for routine maintenance, and it's a pretty big job. I mean, you, he's talking 900 bucks. Okay. And um, I don't have any symptoms, but... When he does it, he's going to take out the water pump and replace it. So I was just wondering wanna... if you would recommend that or... Okay, yes. I, can, I can answer that. We're both shaking our heads yes. And I'll tell you something. I'm especially proud of your technician, and I'll tell you why. Because okay. there's a bunch of, and here goes that word again, there's yeah. a bunch of idiots in our industry that are going to quote the belt and the labor. So they're going to say to you, Bridget, it's 325 385 $395, blah, 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 blah. You're going to say, go ahead. They know that it is not going to be a $400 job. They know this is a $900 to $1,000 job because, Bridget, when he goes in there and does the water pump, if he has to go in there a week later to do the water pump, the labor is two, three hundred dollars. Yeah. But if he does the water pump when he does the timing belt, the labor's twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. And and he's he's going to do the the tensioners. He's going to do the rails. He's going to do a new belt. He's probably going to do a lower hose. He's probably going to do going to do a cooling system flush, and all of that comes out to nine hundred to a thousand dollars. So I think I want to give applause 
to your mechanic for just doing what's right. Now, as far as the answer to your question, you got 80,000, 87,000 miles on that car. Bridget, you've been around the world three and a half times in that car, and that car is, what, eight years old? And, yeah. and belts and hoses, in my personal opinion, I yank belts and hoses at 8,000, eight, eight years or 80,000 miles, 100,000 miles. I may go to 100,000 miles, but eight years is kind of everybody in the industry agrees that hoses and rubber components typically fail after the eight-year mark, regardless okay. of the mileage. So I agree that you are a proponent for this. I agree now is a good time to do it, but if you wanted to, you could roll the dice and do it at the beginning of next summer uh -huh. because the belt's going to coast through the fall and the winter, but it's going to be tested in the summer of next year. So if you wanted to wait, you could wait, but you're rolling the dice. Do you know about okay. an interference engine? I don't know. I don't know. It's a Chrysler product, and, and typically the Chryslers aren't an interference motor, but I don't know that. Okay. that. Let me ask you, you should call him up and ask him this. Is this an interference motor? If the belt breaks, does the piston collide with the valves and triple the repair bill or yeah. not? Yeah, that's what he, he keeps telling me. That's why he, he wants me is. to get it done, because he says if the belt breaks, you're having to replace all the valves and everything. Okay. Okay, so it is an interference. He's saying it yes. is an interference. Then, mm -hmm. then I, I'm going to agree with him. It's something that I would strongly suggest that you that you have sooner done. than later. Yes, sooner than later. That's a good way to put it. Sooner than later. But I got to give him an A plus because he already knows it's an interference engine, and I didn't have an opportunity to look that up. But uh, that's okay. that's a good thing. So my answer is yes. Thank you very much, Bridget. Real okay, quick. Thanks, um, okay, thank you. All right. Bill was asking horsepower versus torque. Okay. Eddie, our shop uh, foreman, texted me and said, horsepower is how hard you hit the wall. Torque is how far you take the wall with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 So it, you, horsepower is how hard you hit the wall, mm -hmm. but then torque is how far you push the wall. Yeah. So if there is no torque, you hit the wall, the wall doesn't move, you fall on your face, your nose is flash, you're flushed against your face, and you just bounced off the wall, yeah. kind of like your mother does every once in a while when she drinks too much and she walks into mm -hmm. the wall. How's that for digging a hole? Now, yeah. I'm, of course, I'm teasing. All right. But, yeah, yeah, I know I yeah. am. I know I am, and I don't care. And so, and so, but but torque is when you hit the wall, you knock the whole wall down, or you knock the bricks thirty or forty feet. Mm -hmm. So horsepower is how hard you hit the wall, and torque is how far you push the wall after you hit it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a good thing. Okay, we've got uh, Thompson's Auto Repair in Mesa is the only shop in Mesa that's passed the muster to be on our best car repair shops list. They're there because Brian and Thelma are good people. They're honest. They've been in Mesa for three generations. They know what they're doing, and they I don't know if I've ever had a complaint about Thompson's. Thompson's is just a good shop. So anywhere in Mesa, if you're in Mesa, may I suggest that you drive by. They're on Main Street, just east of Stapley, on the south side of the road. They've been there a very long time. They're across from what used to be a Mervyn store, but it's not a Mervyn store anymore. But they, they and, and all you have to do is meet Brian or Thelma. And you'll know why Mark Salem sends lots of customers in Mesa to Brian and Thelma because they are the salt of the earth. They are the cream of the crop. They are a great couple. And when you meet them and shake their hand, you'll understand exactly why I think they're one of the best shops in all the valley. So, again, that's Thompson's Auto Repair. They're on Main Street just east of Stapley on the south side of the road. They serve all of Mesa and, and the junction as well. All right, let's go to the phones. David, you're up next. How can I help you? 
Hi, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. I have a 1992 Volvo wagon, 740, 192,000. And my passenger side, hang on. Sorry, as soon as you get on the phone, you get that frog in your throat. Sure. The passenger sure. side windshield wiper just kind of twitches, but the driver side works fine. Is this a linkage or a motor? And maybe no, it's, li- it's going to be sure. a. Um, I'm going to guess that it's 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 a uh, it's a linkage issue. There's no question because the motor drives the driver's. Uh, well, it depends on where the motor's at. The motor can be on the passenger side or the driver's side, but in your case, because the passenger side is adding is acting sporadically then I'm going to, and the driver's side is nice and smooth and normal operation I'm going to assume that the motor is on the driver's side it drives the driver's window or the driver's blade and the driver's blade then drives the passenger blade um, I'm, going to, I'm, I'm going to give you the best advice I can give you I want you to call David at IMM Imports or IMM Auto Service in Tempe okay. David at you IMM have anybody in Glendale? Cause I'm in Glendale well, here's we're just going to lean on David and oh, ask okay. David what it is because oh, okay. he, he's a, he's a Volvo specialist. Okay. So and 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 what happens if David says, you know, I usually charge twenty five dollars to fix that because it's the little grommet on the passenger side and it's on the port side as opposed to the starboard side. Blah 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 blah. And I got a special tool to take the grill off, and so I take the grill off and I pop that thing out, pop this new thing in, and it's twenty nine dollars. Then it might be worth your drive. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm driving but, to Glen- but, I'm from Glendale for that. Yeah, and and okay. so that's what he, and he'll talk to you for free, and you just say Mark Salem said to call you and ask you why my dr- driver's uh, windshield wiper on my 740 is no longer completely synchronized with my passenger uh, wiper blade. That's the the short way to say it. Okay, perfect. All right, and then just say how much does that cost to have that fixed, and he'll he'll be able to tell you right then and right there. Oh, and, and, and if he says I'll do it, I'll do it free because you're a friend of Mark's. Then you'll have to tell him you just met me on Saturday. But you can still say we're friends. <laughs> well, I've talked to you before. You gave me some advice a year ago to dealing with my local mechanic because I had a problem, and I went back and actually talked to him, like you said to do, and we ironed everything out, and he took care of me, and I've been going back the rest of the year. So good thank for you. you for that. Good for you. Good for you. I just think that David can short-cut the diagnostic process for you and, 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 and put you at ease. He, If he says anybody can do this, they just need to order this grommet, then your technician can do it. All righty? Wonderful. Thank you very much. Right. Appreciate Thank you very your time. Much. You bet. You bet. And the next time uh, that you're in Tempe, anybody in, in the East Valley that has a Volvo or a Fiat or an Alfa Romeo or a Saab, you need to know IMM Auto Service. Yeah. David at IMM Auto Service, and he's in the northeast corner of Tempe, so he's just south of the 202, just west of the 101. And he's a great guy. Now, he works on all kinds of cars. So if you have a Volvo and a Chevrolet, or a Volvo and a Ford, or a Volvo and a Honda, he can work on them. But the real important part of David's operation is they are absolutely master technicians when it comes to Volvo, Saabs, Fiats, and Alfa Romeos. Those vehicles there are just different birds. They are different in how they do things. You only need to open the hood of a Saab to know that somebody put that motor in backwards. Somebody had just completely broke every rule in the book when you open up that. Then when you look at a Fiat and you look at the fuel delivery system, serve, the fuel system delivery process or the spark delivery process, you only have to look at it to understand that, oh, wow, they sure messed everything up. It ain't like a Chevy Ford, a Honda, a Toyota, or anybody else out there. IMM has been around since 1972. 
I actually first met David in 1972 or 1973. He's going to prioritize your work. He's going to offer you a to-the-penny estimate. He has ASE master technicians that work on your car. But if you have Swedish, Italian, or Asian vehicle, then IMM is a place to go. All righty, that kind of wraps up the, the show. We still have, uh, do we have any callers, Gil? Okay, lines are open. So we, we're going to kind of just cover real quick um, what we started at the very beginning. We started with top-tier gasoline. And the top-tier gasoline issue is that there's some gasoline out there that from Shell and from Chevron, and, the, and, and they sign up to, to put you know extra detergent in the fuel. But the fact of the matter is, is here's my research. Regular gasoline has 5 to 15 parts per million of this detergent magic lotion. That's 5 to 15 parts per million. So I'm going to give it to you in something that you can understand. That's 5 to 15 grains of sand within a million grains of sand. Now, top-tier gasoline, it's, 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 it's been told to me that they have somewhere between 2.5 and, and 3 times the the uh, the uh, detergent. So if it's five to fifteen, let's take three times fifteen. So now there's forty-five grains of sand in that million sand. The picture I'm hoping I'm drawing for you is is who really cares? Who really cares? What's the possibility you're going to get all your grains of sand from a tank that holds twelve thousand gallons of fuel that sits underneath the gas station? And the symptoms they talk about, like in the newspaper here recently, AAA said, and I'm quoting from the, the top-tier gas, which is carried by about one-third of the nation's gas stations, keeps gas tanks 19% cleaner than regular gas. i got to tell you something. I've been in this business 32 years, and I've never cleaned a gas tank because the gas didn't have detergent in it. That's the most ridiculous idea you could think of. In addition to that, they talk about it's going to keep your valve, uh, your intake valves cleaner. It's probably true. It does keep them cleaner. Here's the problem. You say to Mark Salem, how many cars do you actually have to deal with intake valve deposits? Andy and I are sitting here. Andy's been uh, working at our shop for 22 years. You started when we built our facility. Mm -hmm. I've been in this business 37 years. And, and the bottom line is, is when you look at it, we don't, we do 10,000 cars a year, and, and intake valve deposits are just not on our radar screen. And it's true, Andy, that our cars are are wide range of years. We have old cars as well as new cars. Yeah. So it's not work. We're just working on new cars, or we're just working on old cars. We have a wide variety of of different years and make and model, from the 30s, 40s, 50s, all the way up to 2013, 14, 15, 16. So the idea is is that this whole idea about adding some extra molecules of detergent and and about raising your fuel cost about 3%. I think that's crazy. Now, if you want to use top tier, go ahead. It's it's I, I don't care. I just think that it's a marketing strategy. It brings a whole bunch of people together in the fuel industry. They all can say that they put a, a, another drop per 10,000 gallons of detergent in your car in your fuel tank. But the whole premise behind it is being pushed by AAA. And, and then the question I would have is, I wonder how much money AAA makes by endorsing top-tier fuel. And I can assure you there is a number associated with that, and I can assure you that that's part of the motivation. Do I chase down top-tier gas? No. Do I tell my family, my friends, my brothers, my sisters, my mother, my father to chase down top-tier gasoline? No. Do I buy top-tier gasoline? Yep, because there's a quick trip right around the corner from us, mm -hmm. and they have top-tier gasoline, and it's convenient for me. 
But the bottom line is, is for you to think that this is going to brush your car's teeth and make your car never break down if you use the top tier gasoline is a ridiculous notion. It's a ridiculous notion that it's going to make your fuel tank clean up and it's going to uh, save you thousands of dollars somewhere down the line. All of that is, is not true. Anyway, mark at marksalem.com is my email address, mark at marksalem.com. Please drive safely, wear your seatbelt. God bless you. See you next Saturday. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.